Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hi, this is Joel Swift from Bigger, Brighter, Bolder, and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the entrepreneurial development, the personal development, and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the motivation, the inspiration, but above all else, as always, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode that'll do will rarely if ever do today we'll talk to you about the that'll do mindset the that'll do attitude that sometimes is pervasive in small business entrepreneurs in bigger business i'll be honest with you in global corporations either in politics in programming in filmmaking in authoring in car manufacturing computer manufacturing mobile phone manufacturing food production farming the that'll do attitude is not going to do, especially given what we're going through right now. As small business entrepreneurs, it's going to get more competitive for many of us, and therefore, we're going to need to level up. We're going to need to raise the bar, to raise our game. And if we've got any that'll do kind of attitude going on right now, it potentially could kill our products, kill our services, kill our offering, kill our ability to deliver the best of our ability. Almost certainly it will. And it could ultimately kill our business and therefore also our lifestyle. If you are a that'll do kind of person, it's rarely going to be the right attitude. There is one caveat to this, and that is this. If you are genuinely a 100% bona fide to the point of self-destruction perfectionist, if you are one of those archetypes, one of those characters, then yes, you know what I say? That'll do will probably do. If you've got someone that is striving for 100%, and even when they get 98%, 97%, even 99.9%, it's never good enough, the chances are your that'll do will probably do. It's probably going to be far greater than most people's wildest dreams of ambition, of quality, of standards. So that's my one caveat here. If you are genuinely a 100% as I say, almost to the point of self-destruction perfectionist, then you need to accept that'll do. And I've done this, I've coached with people just like that, and I say to them, you know what? For you, you just need to know you've done enough. It'll do. And when you get to the point where you can't get any better, even though you still want that one more percent, that half percent, that point one percent you need to know it'll do. Because otherwise, those people will just hold on to things, they never put things out, And even if they do, they're having a miserable, miserable time of life. The truth of the matter is most people, most products, most companies, most services, they really aren't up to scratch. Some of them are good-ish. Some of them are okay. Many of them aren't as good as they could be. And many of them are completely and utterly substandard. We've got so used to accepting poor standards in so many areas of life that we no longer question whether or not we should expect more. And I want you to know right now that when we go into tougher times, tougher economic times, and this is best practice at the best of all times, 
When we go into these tougher times, it's really important that we level up, that we stand out. We position ourselves above the competition. If there's three people to go for, you want the customer to go for you. If there's a hundred people for them to choose between, you want them to go with you. Also, when it comes to pricing, it's going to pay off. People will pay money for better. Now, not everyone is going to care. And there'll be a bunch of people where that'll do, will do when they're buying a service or a product. You don't want them as a customer because they're going to push you on price. They're going to absolutely screw you down on price because they're just going to play you off against everybody else. Because let's be honest, you know, 80% of companies out there will probably do an okay job. And if all they're looking for is an okay job, they're not going to pay for it. They're going to play everyone off each other. They're going to expect to get an absolute deal. Why do I know this? Because this is how we behave as well. The things that are important to us, we spend money on and we want a good product, a good service. Maybe even we'll dig a little bit deeper in our pockets to get the very best of what's on offer or at least the very best that we can afford. The things that we don't really care about, the things that we just need to kind of plug a hole, plug a gap where we can accept a that'll do kind of product we won't pay top dollar. We won't even pay average money. We're going to be looking for a sale, looking for a bargain, looking for an opportunity to spend as little as possible. So you don't want to be involved in that marketplace. So you want to raise your game, raise the bar on your game, raise the standards of yourself, your business, your products, your services, your customer services, your marketing, your sale, everything across the board. Because when you do, a couple of things start to happen. Number one, you will start to position yourself ahead of the majority of the competition. You will also stand out to the people that seek out that quality and therefore the people that are willing to pay for that quality. Also, of course, even if you are in the big mosh pit of competing against tens, if not hundreds of competitors, You've got to bring something else to the table if you want to stand a chance of faring better than that competition. You're going to have to bring, whether it's more quality, whether you're going to have to work a little bit harder, dig a little bit deeper, push a little bit harder on yourself, your team, your staff, invest a little bit more maybe than your competition. The bottom line is you're going to have to go an extra inch, an extra mile in order to stand out at all, even if you are in that mass competitive mosh pit of life where you're competing with every other person or business in your industry sector. It's not where you want to be personally, but even if you are there, trust me, that'll do, will rarely do, especially given what we're going into right now. So assuming that you are not a massive over-deliverer, you're not a massive perfectionist, and you're not sitting there procrastinating for days, weeks, or years on life because it's never good enough, the chances are it's not good enough. Now, I'm calling out not just you personally, I'm calling out all small business, I'm calling out all business. And in fact, some of the worst service you're going to find, some of the worst cases of that will do, you'll find in some of the biggest businesses out there. I want you to think for a moment about your product, about your service, and I want you to think for a moment about the impact it would have if you were to, instead of just put out there something that will do, that if you actually invested yourself so fully that you took it to the best of your abilities, and from that place, I want you to imagine the pride you'd feel in what you were doing. I want you to feel the confidence that you would feel when you're positioning yourself in the marketplace or pitching for business. 
I want you to imagine how confident you would feel when it came to pricing for your product or your service, given what you know you've put into this, given what you know makes your product, your service so much more special than what is available out there in the marketplace. It would do wonders for your self-esteem, do wonders for your confidence, and it will benefit your business and ultimately it will benefit your bank balance as well. The problem is we have grown up in an environment where too much of the that'll do attitude will do. And it's just not true. You might scrape by with that'll do. You might end up in an average place with a that'll do kind of approach. But you'll never do anything that you can truly be proud of. You'll never stand out. You'll never stand for something that is more meaningful maybe than you yourself. You'll never feel like you gave it your best shot. You'll never feel like you really tried your best. And that will lead to frustration. It will lead to regret. And it will lead to ultimately living a life that is less than it otherwise could be in always. So I want you to imagine for a moment that if you were going to take your business and across the board, you were going to raise the bar and across the board, you're going to look for opportunities to improve upon that business. Where would you start? If you're going to be completely objective with your business, this would be really hard, by the way. But if you could step outside of yourself for a moment and look in on you, your performance, your business, your products, your services, the people that work for you, if you have them. And if you were going to look at that and objectively say, you know what, we're dropping the ball here, or we could do better there, or I'm not proud of that here or there. Where would you start? Where would you start in raising the bar? Where would you start in stepping up your game so that you were operating at a new level? You were delivering at a new level. Would it be in your systems, your processes, your product or your services themselves? Would it be in your personal performance, your attitude, how you show up? Would it be in terms of your prepping or your planning when you meet a client or a sales opportunity? Would it be in your marketing materials, the videos you put out, the blog posts you write, your social media channels? Would it be in how you keep your offices? Would it be in how you keep your car? Would it be how you present yourself to the world, not just in business, but at large? If you're being completely honest and daring to stand naked in front of a mirror, what could you be objective about, but also balanced on, that would need changing? This isn't about staring at yourself and hating this and hating that and beating yourself up over something else. This is about being completely honest with yourself, being compassionate with yourself, sympathetic and understanding of yourself, but also being completely honest with yourself. Where are you dropping the ball? Where are you not doing enough? Often we hide this stuff from ourselves, and therefore it can come as a bit of a shock to us if we get some external perspective on this and people can see what we don't necessarily want to see and therefore unable to see. Which is, you know what, you're just not working hard enough. You're not doing well enough. You're not pushing hard enough. You're not being disciplined enough, focused enough. You're not doing enough of the right things. You're letting yourself off the hard things that will give you big results in favour of doing the simpler, more fun things. Where can you be unreasonable with yourself in your business? And this isn't about trying to 
make everything like a hundred times better. This isn't about looking at you and your business and trying to, you know, two times everything, five times, 10 times everything. This is about just looking for the opportunities to raise the bar a little bit and a little bit more and a little bit more and running it like a project. So if you're running your business, let's just say arbitrarily, overall, you're running about 60%. Might sound insulting to you, but 60% of school will get you a C plus, might even get you a B or B minus these days. So 60% in school was kind of, that'll do, right? That was all right. You pass everything, you're doing all right. It was an invisible place to be when I was at school. If you were getting kind of like, you know, 60%-ish, somewhere in the 60s, you're invisible. If you were doing 70, 80%, you kind of stood out as being a brain box or SWAT or a nerd. My school wasn't necessarily particularly compassionate to these things. And if you were doing under 50%, you were failing and therefore you'd have a lot of attention from the teachers and letters going home and parents evening, 60% odd, guess what? You're doing all right. That'll do. So it's not surprising that we then leave school, go into work and we take their that'll do attitude into work. And, you know, again, if you're underperforming, there's a lot of negative attention on you. You'll be in the boss's office a lot. If you're doing really, really well, well, that might be a positive thing, might be a good thing, but you might have learned that standing out like that is not necessarily a good thing, given the example I've just shared with you. For example, from my own school, I'll be honest with you, being in the top 1% wasn't a comfortable place at my school. You weren't revered, you know, as, wow, look at this amazing success story. Your peers brought you down very, very quickly in my school. So if you've learned not to stand out, either by being poor or by being excellent, as that'll do in the middle of the pack kind of place, will do. Your first job, you're not paid a lot of money. There's not a great deal of expectation of you, whether you're 16, 18 or 21, 22 at university. There's not a great deal of expectation out of you. So you can get away with a that'll do kind of attitude you've bought from school, for example. And then you go into your career and you'll have an average career. And when you're paying someone an average salary for an average job, your expectation as an employer isn't that high. If someone was performing, at, uh, you know, I don't know, a D or even a C minus, you'd probably have words with them and you'd put them on report and you'd constantly be nagging them or looking over them. If someone comes in and they're running at an A, A plus, guess what? You're going to be nurturing them, growing them in your business, looking to how you can promote them and keep hold of them. But for the majority of people, that'll do at that level will do. So we end up in a situation where we build these incredibly poor habits of bringing a very average perspective to what we're doing, a very average ability, a very average amount of effort or level of meticulousness. And therefore, we end up with a that'll do kind of life, a that'll do kind of house, a that'll do kind of business, a that'll do lifestyle, a that'll do body, a that'll do level of health, a that'll do marriage. And the truth matter is, I want you to understand that that'll do, we'll rarely do. Like, we want more, you deserve more, we should have more. Why would you play life, the most valuable thing, life, time, why would you play that game at a C, C plus level? If you had your choice, you'd up everything. You'd want more. This isn't about being disgruntled with what you've got. I've always said happiness is about loving what you've got, but being really excited about where you're going. It's not about beating yourself up for where you are today, hating on yourself for where you are today. It's about embracing where you are today, loving where you are today, capitalizing on the best of what you've got right now whilst working towards better in the future. 
And that better is defined by you. For some people, it's a bigger business. For other people, it's a better quality of lifestyle. For some people, it is finances. For some people, that finances is for security. And for other people, uh, those finances are because they want to buy material things, have material possessions. There's no real right and wrong in this. But fundamentally, you want more, right? The fact you're listening to this podcast means you want more. Who else would listen to a levelling up podcast? The fact that you're listening to something that goes into personal development, into business growth, implies to me that if you're listening to this, that you want more. If you go to a gym, it's because you want a better quality of life. If you get married or, you know, get a partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, it's because you want to improve your life in some way. You get a car, you want to improve your life in some way. You get a fast car, it's to improve it in one way. You get a bigger car to improve it in one way. You get a more reliable car, it's to improve it in some way. So we're driven to want to improve life because improving life makes us safer. Evolutionary speaking, safety is the number one thing. And the trouble with evolution is, I've said this many times on this podcast before, is that it has a very low bar for what it will accept. So whilst it has this need, this push, this desire to improve things and improve life for safety, it also has all these mechanisms to not risk what you've currently got. And in fact, we're much more risk adverse. So when we get ourselves to a place where that will do, evolutionally speaking, that will do. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Evolution doesn't care about your success. It just cares about your survival. We thrive as a species by surviving as individuals. So evolution isn't vested in your success or even your happiness. It just wants you to get by. It wants you to stay alive. It wants you to breed, pass your genes on, and then you can move on and you can pass away. And as long as your offspring does the same, it's working. And we've got seven and a half billion of us on the planet right now. And the majority of us are living a that'll do life. A life where we want more. A life where we know we should do more. We could have more. We could be healthier, happier. We could have better relationships. We could have a better quality of life, greater freedoms. We could have a bigger house, a nicer house, a nicer car, more holidays, greater investments, build more security for my family, my children. Whatever it is that drives you, motivates you, we all have this desire, this drive. And if you don't have that desire and that drive, well, then some extent, ignorance is bliss. But for the rest of us, when we have that glimpse that we could be more, have more, do more, that we could improve ourselves, improve our standing, improve our life, improve lives for other people around us, we can't get rid of that itch, that niggle. But we're plagued by the that'll-do mindset and attitudes that are running rife through society, through business, through the globe. And therefore, we end up trapped in this place where we're just not doing what we need to do at the level we need to do it in order to gain what it is that we really want out of life. Then we end up in this place of frustration. My philosophy is either let go of the dream or achieve the dream. But don't sit there powerless in this horrible place of frustration and tension where I refuse to let go of the dream or the goal, but I'm not doing anything or certainly not enough in order to achieve that goal. It's like, you know, give up on the fit and the health regime. Give up on the healthy eating regime. Give up on the gym and the personal trainer and be happy with whatever you have or step into all of those things and maximize your application of those things to get you the actual result that you want. But don't sit there wanting to be slim and sitting on a couch eating ice cream or wanting to be slim and healthy, 
having a personal trainer, but only going half-assed at it, or not doing the homework, or breaking all of your own rules the moment that they're not watching over you. It's like get in or get out. Hanging on the edge of anything is miserable. Hanging on the edge of a diet is miserable. You're not fully committed to the diet, but you're also not enjoying not being on a diet. It's like you want to be successful, but you don't want to work too hard, or you don't want to make too many sacrifices. And you might want to consciously, but unconsciously, you still find yourself leaning out of your business when you still want to really be leaning in. And you sit in that awful place of discomfort where you want to be more successful. You know you can be more successful. You know it will make you happier, more fulfilled. You know that you could be a better version of yourself and create a better life for yourself and those people around you and even society at large. And yet you're sitting there on the edge, not doing what you need to do in order to make that happen. And rather than just letting go of that dream and say, you know what, that'll do, will do. You're sitting in a place where that'll do, won't do. But you're not doing what you need to do in order to improve that. So the call to action in this episode is not to say, sod the fitness regime, sod the relationship, sod the money, the wealth, the success, the happiness, the the, the relationships, you know, sod all of that, forget it all, I'm just going to sit in a chair, eat ice cream and fuck it all. That's not what this is about. I'm not saying there's something that's wrong for you. That's not what this podcast is about. That's not what my business, Bigger Brighter Boulder, is about. That's not what my groups and success groups are about. We exist to help facilitate people just like you to get through that frustrating period and start to genuinely achieve what you are able to achieve, what you know you can achieve, what you want to achieve by helping you step by step, go from that place where you were before, which is not achieving what you want to achieve, to the place where you are achieving it. And to do that, we need to shift a hell of a lot. We need to shift your mindsets, your attitudes. We need to shift your tactics, how you implement things, your work ethic. We have to look at your strategy, your business models, your business plans, your finance. There's so many things that you have to change in order to go from A to B. You can't just go from A to B. If you're sitting at A and you're making progress towards B, then your chances are you're doing what you need to do to hit B. But if you find yourself stuck at A, it's because you're not doing what you need to do to get to B. And there's a whole load of reasons behind that. It's not because you're lazy. It's not because you're stupid. It's not because you're inherently flawed in any way. It's because you're a human being that is probably sitting in a that'll do kind of place. And even though that'll do won't do, It kind of is because evolution says it is and therefore you want more but you're not really bought into the payoff of doing more or the risk or threat of what you're going to have to sacrifice or invest in order to achieve that outcome is perceived at some level in you, conscious or unconscious, as too much of a price to pay in order to achieve the result. In other words, you end up unmotivated to go for the very things that you really want out of life. We're highly motivated for the result, but we're lacking motivation to do what we need to do. Does this make sense? So I want you to understand there is so much more out there for you. There's so much improvement that's available to you in your business, finances, your health, your relationships, in your lifestyle. There's so much more out there for you if you start to accept that that'll do, will not do. When I think I've done enough, the chances are I haven't done enough. What else can I do? I did an episode, which is the two questions that separate the very, very best from the also brilliant, the winners from the second place finishers. And they asked two questions of themselves, and that is, what else can I do? What am I going to do next? The what else can I do is this. Rather than saying that'll do, finishing the day up, 4 o'clock, 4.30, that'll do. Rather than going to the gym, 
walking through your exercise regime, that'll do. Rather than being in your relationship and the minimum you can possibly do for the birthday of your partner or just life generally, that'll do. Being a parent in your business, sales activity. I'm going to do sales. I sit down to do three, four hours of sales. I do about an hour or so, that'll do. The question is really simple. Before you finish something, you ask yourself, will that do? What else can I do? What else could I do to do more, to do better, to get a better result? And then the question is then, what am I going to do? You don't have to do anything. But if you ask the question, it breaks that spell that our unconscious might have over us, which is that'll do, will do. It wakes us up. It makes us aware. And when we're aware, we can have choice. When we're asleep and we're unconscious and we're going through the gym and we do what we need to do, that'll do, go home, move on to the next thing, that'll do, do the next thing, that'll do, do the next thing, go to bed. Yeah, you know what, that'll do. And we might not even be thinking those words exactly, but that's what's going on unconsciously. And instead of that just being how we exist and how we live our life, we just challenge it throughout the day. And you start not by challenging everything, right? That would be exhausting, terrifying, overwhelming. What you do is you pick those one, two, three things I've just told you about earlier that you need to improve upon. What areas am I dropping the ball on? Where am I paying the biggest price? Is it I'm just not working enough hours, I'm not focused enough, not disciplined enough, not diligent enough, and we're not doing enough sales or marketing? Am I hiding from some activity in favour of doing another activity? Whereas actually, if I took some of the energy away from the activity I love and enjoy and put it into something that I don't necessarily enjoy as much, but ultimately be far more rewarding in terms of results I'm getting, maybe that's what you need to do. But it starts with that question, which is, number one, where are you dropping the ball the most? This isn't about trying to wring the last 1% out of your performance, right? I don't even know you. I'm not trying to insult you here right now. I've not met anybody that's even close to performing at their maximum abilities. Those people that do come close to operating at their maximum potential Quite often, we see them, we know them. These people are at the top of their game, acting, in sports, in film, in music, in business. We see them. These people are operating incredibly high levels. Truth matter is, they're not that much better than you. But they are applying themselves at another level completely to you because fundamentally, they have much, much higher standards for themselves in those areas. This isn't to say you have to work on your health, you have to work on your finances or your marriage or anything. This is me saying to you, if you look at your business, for example, you say, right, I want to get a better outcome here. I want to level up. I want to raise my game. I want to do something I'm proud of. I want to do something that's better. I want to be more successful. I want to charge more for it. I want to have a higher caliber of client that I work with that truly respects that extra input that I'm putting in and are willing to pay for it. The question is, where are you dropping the ball the most? Not where can you get 1%, 2% extra performance. Where are you completely turning a blind eye to? Where are you completely ignoring in your business that you need to put some focus in and say, you know what, that won't do. The end result I'm getting right now, I appreciate, I respect it. I'm grateful for what I've got right now. But you know what, it won't do. My health, my fitness, my marriage, my other relationships, my business, my finances, my house, my car, my freedom, my security, whatever it might be, right? That won't do. I'm grateful for it. I love it. I'm not going to hate on it, but it won't do. I demand more for myself. I demand more from life. I demand more for my business. And where am I dropping the ball? Once you know those key areas, you just ask that question, right? 
What else can I do? Ask yourself now, sit down, bit of paper and say, right, there's one, two or three areas. What else could I be doing to raise the bar? At the time, you know, when you're doing those functions in your business, if you use a diary system, put a little note in there and use the words I've just said. What else? What next? So when you look at your diary, before you move on to the next thing, you ask that question, what else could I do? And what else am I going to do? What's next? Some days there'll be nothing. You'll look back and say, do you know what? That'll do. And it really will do. Other days you'll look at it and you're like, you know what? That won't do. It's like going to the gym, spending an hour at the gym, doing all your exercises and only putting in like 80%. It's like the hard part was getting to the gym. The hard part was doing 80% of the workout. And yet the majority of the gain is going to come from the 20% that you are letting yourself off the hook on. You're already there. Why wouldn't you just push an extra 5, 10%? You do a run, you've done three miles, you know? Why wouldn't you do an extra 300 meters, an extra half a mile, one more mile? You've done the hard work. You've got to the gym. You've got changed. You've run for half an hour already. Why not 10 minutes more? You're doing sales. You've done the hard part. You've got your sales list. You've cleared the diary. You've cleared your space. You've sat down. You've psyched yourself up. Maybe you've had to overcome any blocks and barriers in the past to get to this point. You've done the hard work. You're there. Why wouldn't you give it everything you've got? Rather than going for the motions, you know, one call after the other, one email after the other. Why wouldn't you bring 100% or as much as you can to every single part of that? Because you've done so much of the hard work. Setting up your business, you've done so much of the hard work, getting your business to 30k, 50k, 100k, wherever it is you are right now, you've actually done so much of the hard work. Why wouldn't you dig in a little bit harder, push a little bit harder, demand a little bit more from yourself, raise your standards, raise that bar, raise your expectations of yourself and what you deserve out of life and just give it a little bit more, a little bit more care and attention, a little bit more due diligence, a little bit more time, a little bit more effort. Why wouldn't you bring a little bit more of your resources to that thing? Time, money, and energy. If you do, it'll have a profound impact, as I said before, on your self-esteem, your confidence, your business, products and services, and of course, your overall success. Do you have to do this? Of course you don't. But you know what? Don't sit in that place of frustration. Let go of the ambition. Let go of the dream. Let go of the hope. Let go of the wish and the vision. Let go of the goals. And you know what? Just enjoy where you're at. But if that feels uncomfortable, and I wouldn't have bet it fucking well does, why wouldn't you lean in? Lean in a little bit. Push a little bit harder. Make a few more sacrifices. Invest yourself a little bit more into things. Put the energy into things that you don't like doing, but you know are going to get you the result. Make those sacrifices on yourself. Explain why you're making sacrifices to other people that might be impacted by what you're doing. Don't leave them in the dark. Bring them into this. Explain to them why are you working so hard? Why are you pushing so hard? Why are you doing this? You're doing this not just for yourself, but you're doing it for them. You're not just doing it for yourself and them. You're doing it for your customers, your prospects, your potential customers. You're doing this for society, civilization as a whole. You're doing this for your industry sector. You're doing this for your legacy, for your kid. Whatever you're doing it for, bring them in, share this, get them on board and really, really go for it. Show yourself once and for all what you're really capable of achieving. Show yourself once and for all what you're really capable of doing. You'll like yourself. You'll love yourself. You'll be more successful. You'll have more of what you want out of life. You'll be more of who you want to be in life. And I promise you, 
it will separate you from the vast majority of people on this planet Earth who are trapped in the that'll do mindset, the that'll do attitude, trapped in their own frustrations, their own dreams and ambitions that they're doing nothing or certainly not enough in order to achieve. Well, that ended up being a kick up the arse for a Monday morning for you. Listen, if you are a business owner, you want to take yourself to the next level, then come and check us out at Bigger, Brighter, Bolder. Look at what we're doing. We have ambitious business owners just like you. Still, even given the economy as it is right now and what we're going through right now, they've gone through their blips, they've gone through their challenges, gone through those hurdles. They're back on the game. They're back on that trajectory and they are once again back into growing their businesses and making themselves and their business more successful. If you're under 100, 100K, I've got a perfect mastermind for you. Get yourself to 100 grand. If you can get yourself to 100 grand, trust me, the lifestyle you want starts from 100K. The empire, if you want to build one, that starts from 100K. I've got a perfect mastermind to help you, support you, to push you, encourage you, educate you, stimulate you, support you in all ways to get you to that 100K plus. If you've already done 100K in turnover, that's per year, We've got masterminds that can help you potentially double that year on year. We've got members that have gone from 150K to 350K to 750K to 1.5 million, 2.2 million and onwards. We've got members that have gone from 50K to 120K, from 120K to 180K, from 180K to be knocking on to near on 300 consecutive years. So if you're really serious about growing your business, you want to lean in, you want to see what you're made of, you really want to maximize this opportunity that you have in business, in life right now, then come and check us out. You'll see the links in the descriptions of this podcast. Drop Tracy Miller an email, you'll find her email address in there as well. She's my partner in life and my partner in business. She'd love to hear from you and talk to you about what your ambitions are and how we can potentially help you. Whether you're just starting out, you're going for that first 100K, or whether you are already doing 100, 200, 300, maybe even half a million in turnover, and you still want to continue to tap into the potential that's in you and in your business to really create something that you can be truly proud of, something that can really deliver against the lifestyle that you want to have, then again, come and talk to us, talk to Tracy, go and check out our website, biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. If you're not ready to speak to us directly, you'll find loads of resources there. If you're under 100K, the Six Figure Fast Track is a free masterclass. That's available to you. The links for all of this will be in the descriptions below. I'd love to hear from you. Tracy would love to hear from you. I'd love to see you in one of our groups in the near future. We are creating an arc, an arc for ambitious, successful business owners that want to continue to grow their businesses regardless of what's going on in the external world. Someone that I know very closely recently said this and I loved it. I'm going to do an episode on this one thing on its own. And he said, just because there's a recession doesn't mean you need to participate in it. And that's what we're creating. We're creating a bubble, if you like, but we're not ignorant to what's going on in the world, but we are tapping into the opportunity that is still available to us. And I'm telling you now, whether you're a 20 grand business, 50 grand business, 100 or a half million pound business, there's so much opportunity out there for you. You might have to work a little bit harder. You might have to raise your game, raise that bar. You might have to make a few more sacrifices, but if you want it, it's there for you and we want to help you achieve it. I will see you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.